hand of God or the right hand of God. Mm. And today I want to specifically talk about the hand of judgment. The hand of judgment. The hand of judgment. So uh, I, I want somebody to know something. That God is more than what you think you know. Usually when people hear the hand of judgment, the first thing they think, they confuse judgment and punishment. Prophet, before you go any further, share this right now. Because this is about to blow your mind. Go ahead and share with everybody you can share. Because Thank you, Prophet. The man of God is about to release something to you that's going to How about shame. you? In fact, I want you to move close. Can you move closer? I yes. feel like you're too far from me. Yes, sir. Perfect. So go ahead and share this right now. Share it to every, every person you know. Yeah, message it. Uh, share it on WhatsApp, mm -hmm. on Facebook, on Instagram. The best way that you can, I want you to share it as fast as you can because this is going to bless somebody. Thank you to all those people that are wishing me a happy birthday. I thank everybody so much. I thank the Lord Jesus and I thank each and every one of you for being here with me and for supporting the work of God that God has given me to do. I'm just thankful and I'm grateful to God for the blessing that is you, that God has sent for us to be able to minister to you. So I am grateful to God and I thank God for you. And I just want you to share this and share this. Facebook, are you there? Let me see who's on Facebook because this is going to be phenomenal. Mm. And you're going to understand not only the difference between punishment, judgment and correction. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, there is a difference between judgment, punishment, and correction. Now, I want you to understand something. The Lord God does not judge or punish the believer. The Lord God only corrects the believer. Yes. Mm. Judgment is for the wicked. Mm. Punishment is for the corrupt. Mm. Correction is for the believer. Mm. Judgment is for the wicked. Punishment is for the corrupt. Correction is for the believer. So if you ever see a man of God saying, oh, God is going to judge you. Mm. They don't know who God is because God has no business judging anybody right now. Exactly. And I will explain to you why. Mm. This is why, you know, you know this is why um, it's, it's very dangerous when people want to expose people in church. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Because I'll tell you why it's very dangerous. If God calls, this is an example. Let me use myself as an example. If Prophet Lovey back, backslides, mm. it is not your place to call out Prophet Lovey because you did not hire Prophet Lovey. You did not nominate me a prophet. You did not call me a prophet. Jehovah mm. God called me a prophet. Yes, sir. Pray for me yeah. that God will correct me and fix me. Because a fake prophet is not a prophet. A wannabe prophet is not a prophet. Mm. But a false prophet is still a prophet. He's just false. Mm. And a prophet is the one that is speaking by the Spirit of God. My God. 
That is why you find God still called the prophets of Baal still prophets. Yes. He did not just say those wizards, mm. those witches, mm. because their gifting of the prophetic came from God. They just used it for the wrong thing. That's extra deep. Wow. That is why the Bible says, uh, the Lord Jesus said this in the book of Matthew. He said, in the last days shall rise false Christs mm -hmm. and false prophets yeah. and false teachers. Now you have to understand what a false Christ, a false prophet, and a false teacher is. Why did it pick only these three? It did not pick any apostle, mm -hmm. evangelist, mm. or pastor. Mm. Because the foundation of the church is based on three things. Mm. Mm. Salvation, which is Christ, meaning I am anointed to save. Mm -hmm. mm. The voice of God, which is the prophet, and the doctrine. If you have the wrong teacher, it doesn't matter that the apostles set up the church, it will fail. Yeah. Mm. Because the doctrine of Christ is what governs the church. Only a teacher can bring the sound doctrine. Mm -hmm. Now, there are different kinds of teachers, but I won't go into that. Are, prophets are usually spiritual teachers. Mm. The teachers in the fivefold are usually the ones that bring light to the written scripture. They will teach you things about what is written in the word of God. Mm -hmm. wow. Apostles bring the doctrine and the foundation teaching into the body. Mm -hmm. The pastor shepherds the sheep by the teaching that he's speaking to them. He brings the, the, the food of Christ to the people. Yeah. Mm. So now you have to understand that what if he repented last night and you're judging him? Mm. Now you're in trouble with God. Mm. Because you see, this is why it's, I, I always say this and I say this so many times. Just focus on what God gave mm -hmm. you. Mm. Because People who are being deceived, according to the word of the Lord Jesus, were those, if it were possible, that even the very elect will be deceived. Meaning an elect cannot be deceived. Yeah. So if somebody is being deceived, it's not because they are being given the wrong teaching. Mm -hmm. It's because they don't have the Holy Spirit to discern the right teaching. Mm. Yeah. Because even if you have the right teaching, but they are their spirit is positioned wrong. It means they are seeking something that satisfies them, not what God wants to sat satisfy them with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they will look for what suits them, not what God wants to suit them. Wow. Wow. This is why we have people jumping from church to church. Some are looking for a miraculous church. Mm -hmm. Some are looking for a prophetic church. Some are, people are bouncing around to see where they fit in. It's because people want to see where their soul will settle. Mm -hmm. But an elect knows who is from God and they know their mission so they know where to be. Yeah. Wow. If I'm called in the prophetic, I will look for a prophet. Mm. But I will know him by the spirit that they carry. Mm. I don't know if somebody's catching what I'm trying to yes, say sir. here. So what matters is that the elect cannot be deceived. Mm. This is why we have so many people shouting judgment slurs mm -hmm. that are not even from God. Because God will never... Now, you have to ask yourself this question. Even though this is not really the topic. Because mm -hmm. if we are talking about judgment, this is the first thing that Christians think about. Right. The Bible says, For all the chastisement of our punishment, all our sins, all that we were going to do was placed upon him. Mm -hmm. 
So God punished Jesus as a wicked person. That's mm -hmm. why he was crucified with thieves. Mm -hmm. He was not crucified as the first thief, but he was crucified in the center of the thieves. What does it mean? He was in the thick of it. Mm. Where two or three are gathered, I'm in their midst. They crucified Jesus in the midst of them yeah. because they wanted him to be the center of them. Mm. Tell him to use the, uh, uh, the, the jeep. Not this one. The, 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 the other car. Yeah. Are, are, you, are you catching what I'm saying here? They had to put him in the center of it, and then they wrote the king of the Jews. It was an insult that your king is in the midst of thieves, mm -hmm. in the midst of murderers. He's being killed like one that kills. So they were trying to actually insult Jesus. Oh, no, it was an insult. Mm. And, and remember this, not only was the punishment that every human being was ever going to do was going to be put upon him. Mm. Number two is this. Jesus was crucified naked. The Bible says he hung on the, three, on the tree naked. Why did he hang on the tree naked? He was exposed. You know when your nakedness is exposed, you are shamed. Yeah. To mm. be shamed is to be stripped naked. Yeah. To be exposed is to be stripped naked. Mm. So Jesus was exposed so that nobody else will be exposed. Actually, according to the Jewish culture, they were not supposed to be naked. No, they were not. It was an embarrassment. No, it was an embarrassment. Wow. They purposely mm -hmm. put his business outside. Yeah. Wow. Every picture you see with Jesus uh, tying something around mm -hmm. his waist is fake. Mm -hmm. He was naked. Wow. They shamed him. Mm. So that me and you will never be disgraced. Yeah. Wow. Amen. So that me and you will never be shamed. Amen. Let me tell you the honest truth. God does not look from heaven and see who he wants to punish. Mm. He doesn't look it, at it like that. That's God cool. is only seeking to punish the wicked. Mm. Mm. Those who have not received Christ. Mm. Can I say a mystery? Go ahead. Can I say a mystery? Yes, well. I, I'm sorry to say this, but this is going to shock people. I'm going to go a little bit mm. deep. Why was the earth created? This is going to go over a lot of people, but I want somebody to capture this. Why was the earth created? Because if you don't know the purpose of the earth, you will not know why it was created. <laughs> I wish somebody could share this. Mm. I'm about to say something that is going gonna, is gonna to cut people's hearts out of their chest. Mm. And it's going to bring people to Christ. God will give Amen. people a new heart after they hear this. Amen. Why was the earth created? The earth was never created for human beings. The earth's original purpose was not for men to live here. But it became a place that men were going to live. Mm -hmm. Because in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it already tells you, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Then you notice verse 2 says, and the earth was without form. No, God has never created anything formless, mm -hmm. shapeless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God never does that. Yeah. Everything has a reason. Something went wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something went completely wrong. Now, if you read in the book of, the, of Revelations, it tells you, and the great dragon opened his mouth and the earth was flooded. Mm -hmm. Can you find that verse? I, I want to show people something. The earth 
original purpose of God was not so that man can stay, can stay here. Man already existed somewhere else. Man was already a spirit. Let me tell you the truth. You just don't remember the time before here. And I yeah. will tell you why you don't remember. <laughs> Did you find it? Revelation 12:16. Can you read it? Revelation 12:16. Listen to this revelation. L read it. it says, and the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. So the flood came from whose mouth? The dragon. Mm -hmm. So you see in Genesis <laughs> chapter 1, verse 1, mm -hmm. and when you go to verse 2, and the earth was without form mm -hmm. and water covered the surface of the earth. Mm -hmm. It's telling you that the dragon is the one that produced the flood. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. I sh wow. <laughs> I want to say something. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm about to give something, but go ahead. No, you give it. No, you no, no, it. no. Say what you're going to say, Prophet. Um, what you just said is super deep. Because the Bible says something. It says, uh -huh. except him that let it would let. Mm -hmm. It says, the destruction mm -hmm. in the world mm -hmm. will not cease. Mm -hmm. In other words, what you just said is so powerful. It makes so much sense. Because it's because the dragon destroyed the earth that God brought man. Yes. 100%. Because man was supposed to keep the dragon from continuing his to destruction. destruction. Wow. That's one of the reasons. But let me tell you why mm. man was sent here. Ah. Are you ready for this one? Yes, one. Sin did not begin on earth. Mm. Sin never began on earth. Yeah. Sin began in heaven. The devil sinned in heaven. But what you don't know is that he corrupted a lot of people. Mm. when he sinned in heaven. Mm. Wow. This is why, <laughs> is it okay for me to say this? Yes, <laughs> this is why the Lord Jesus said something in Matthew that mm -hmm. was very strange. He said this, he said, why can you not understand my speech? Why is it that you cannot understand my words? You are of your father the devil, for he has been a liar from the beginning. So Jesus was stressing their lineage that they are one of the spirits that were corrupted from the beginning. Wow. Because mm. the devil is the father of all sin. He's mm. the one who began sin. Wow. Now God, in order to redeem some spirits, mm. he decided to send man on earth mm, mm, mm. with a clean slate, without memory of what happened. Wow. To be able to get redemption. Wow. Wow. The reason why angels that fell could not be redeemed is because they have memory of what they did. Wow. They never took flesh. They oh never developed. God. They wow. never grew and they never had a tempter. If you're not wow. sharing this. <laughs> wow. My goodness. Wow. I don't think I should have said that. I think, ah, no, 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 I, no, think no. I messed up <laughs> by sharing this. My this God. is why God is telling Jeremiah this. 
before you were in your mother's womb, mm -hmm. I knew you. I set you apart and ordained you a prophet to the nation. Meaning El Jeremiah did not become mm -hmm. a prophet on mm -hmm. earth. He was already a prophet there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now Jeremiah is shocked. Jeremiah, I knew you. How do you know? You don't know me, but you knew me. How? Uh, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. I, I ordained you a prophet. But Jeremiah cannot remember. When was I ordained a prophet? Mm. This is why <laughs> the Bible says renew your mind. Why do you think? Okay, ask yourself this question. The Bible says this about Adam. It says, through one man, sin entered the world, mm -hmm. meaning sin did not originate on, in the world. Mm -hmm. It entered, entered the world. Wow. Mm -hmm. It found access into this world. Meaning when the flood was done, God is creating Adam. Mm -hmm. Sin had no access because there was no portal. Mm -hmm. But God still needs to redeem people that was... This is why there was the knowledge of good. Yes, because how can there be knowledge of evil if there had it, never been, been evil? Evil existed. Yeah. Wow. For God to be just, mm -hmm. <laughs> ah. wow. for God to be just, he still had to put the tree of knowledge, mm -hmm. knowing good and evil, yeah. not committing it, but mm -hmm. knowing it. Mm. Because it's something that already was there. That is why the Bible says, the man and the woman saw each other and they were not ashamed because there was no memory of shame. Mm. This is super amazing. But the moment they ate the fruit, they knew they were naked. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you see and you have no shame? Mm -hmm. They said the man and the woman knew they were naked and they were not ashamed. But the moment they ate the fruit, they knew what shame was. Yet nobody shamed them. It's mm -hmm. because it already happened. Wow. Aish. My God. I'm wow. sorry. My wow. God. My God. My wow. God. My God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, prophet. This is stupid revelation. This is Jesus. Hi. Wow. I, I, I don't know if somebody's catching this. Maybe I will delete this because I said too much. No you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? What I'm saying is not for babies. No. It's for people who are ready to go too far. Amen. That is why it says Christ was crucified from the foundations mm -hmm. of the earth. So mm -hmm. it, was a, it was a redemption plan. We were sent here because there was redemption. Mm -hmm. Why would he be crucified if nobody messed up? Mm. So he was crucified because the mess already happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the foundation of man coming in the earth was to be redeemed. Mm -hmm. Wow. It was the way to... <laughs> I, I don't know what planet I came from, but God is good. <laughs> Amen. Where God is there. <laughs> this is why, this is why, let me tell you a mystery. This is why when you encounter the love of God, you feel like you have been there before. Mm -hmm. You know this is the only thing that matters. How do you know that it's the only thing that matters? Because you have experienced it before. Mm. It feels like this is what everybody should know. You want to preach the gospel mm -hmm. to everybody because to you it makes sense. Yeah. But when you start talking to people without having the words from the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. they say, you know Jesus died for you. 
they'll be like, why would he die for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, you are born a sinner. Well, that's not my fault. Mm-hmm. You see, it doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. That is why Paul said, while we were still yet sinners, Christ God, Christ died. Mm-hmm. So, when people are preaching salvation, they only preach it to you, used, you are lying, mm-hmm. you are doing this. They don't know it goes deeper, deeper than that. That's why God gave us a new spirit mm. when you get born again. Mm. Because it's part of the redemption mm-hmm. plan. Because the spirit you have right now, the spirit that you had before you received Jesus was already corrupted. It was already a fallen spirit. Mm. Wow. Because remember, sin defiled the soul, not the spirit, but mm. God is changing your spirit. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is it that God could not dwell in man's old spirit, but in the New Testament is dwelling in man's spirit mm-hmm. after the book of Acts? Because man's old spirit had no capacity for God to dwell in it. Mm-hmm. It wow. was already not right. Mm. That is why, <laughs> that is why, that is what, that is why David said something. He said, Renew a right spirit. He said, give me a new heart. And renew a right spirit in me. How's the wrong one? How, how, how did he notice he's speaking about something that only if you know this revelation it makes sense? Because your spirit has never sinned. Your spirit has never messed up. But David understood. He said, Renew the right spirit in me. My mm. spirit is wrong. Renew it. Mm. So he was not talking about like something abstract, like make my spirit better. No, 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 it no, no, no. Another no, he was crying for salvation. Mm. He was crying for salvation. He was crying for what me and you have. Meaning there was something called the right spirit. The right spirit that, he did, that nobody had until Jesus came. Mm. My God. Wow. Aish. <laughs> so now, those who have received Jesus, God cannot punish them. Because he punished Jesus on their behalf. Mm -hmm. God cannot punish them. God cannot judge them. God can only correct them. That's why the Bible says God chastises those who he loves. Mm -hmm. He corrects. You know, know, discipline is correction. Is repetition. People think about discipline as being beaten. No. That's not what it means. When God is saying he chastises those he loves, it means mm-hmm. that he brings correction to them. <sighs> Prophet, I want you to add something before I continue. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't even know what to say. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm still mesmerized by what you just said. <laughs> ah, my goodness. You, YouTube, are you there? YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Let me see you people on YouTube. saying something which I believe is very instructive for every child of God to understand, is that God's mind is not to punish his people. Because a lot of people, they carry that system within them Mm -hmm. that whenever they do something or make a mistake, Mm -hmm. their immediate thinking is Mm -hmm. that God is about to punish me. Mm -hmm. And so it limits them to even want to ask anything from God or believe for anything because their thinking is that I did something wrong, God needs to punish. Why do you think the Bible says, therefore there is no more condemnation, condemnation for those who are in Christ? Because if you're not in Christ, you're already condemned. Mm-hmm. But if you're in Christ, there is no more. Yeah. No now more. this doesn't mean go and sin. Mm-hmm. Because he that continues to sin is not born again. Yeah. 
He that is saved hates to sin even though they may fall into it. Continue, prophet. I'm about to, I'm about to take it somewhere. And then what you also said about being able to not look at the mistakes or the weaknesses of men of God and say, mm-hmm. I need to speak against this or I need to... It's a mistake. It's a mistake. It's a foolish mistake. Because I'm you sorry find, to say that. And you find a lot of people going about trying to create an atmosphere mm-hmm. where if a man of God is doing something that maybe they are not doing, they think that man of God is doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Many times, God has called us for different people and to address different situations. Yes. And so you may make a mistake to go and try to correct somebody not knowing that that's the path God set them to walk on. Which is dangerous. Imagine, <laughs> imagine when God is telling Jeremiah in his day to go naked and then another prophet comes and says, why are you doing this? Yes. And starts speaking against it. What about the one that he was told to eat feces? Isaiah. Imagine Isaiah, that. Isaiah, God told him, go and eat feces. If you do that today, they will say you're a wizard. God told Isaiah, go and eat poop, man poop, to show them that this is their sin. Mm-hmm. He said, ah, Lord. <laughs> then God gave him another option. But he was still feces to eat it yeah. as a testimony. So this is why it's very dangerous for people who talk carelessly. Because you might end up, because whenever you speak against the work of the Holy Spirit or Jesus, what you're doing is now you are entering into wickedness. Mm-hmm. Because only the wicked oppose God. Yeah. Only the wicked oppose God. Only the wicked oppose God. Now, so capture this. So, the hand of judgment. Remember, God says, I'm the Lord God who loves judgment. Now, you have to understand what judgment also means. It means to rule justly. Mm-hmm. Judgment also means to be just. Let me explain. When somebody has done you wrong, God needs to be a God of judgment in order to solve that issue. God does not say, I am the judge. He says, I am the God that loves Mm -hmm. judgment. What does it mean to judge? It means to settle something. That is why a judge settles something. But God is saying, I don't like judges. Mm. That's why you should never be a judge saying, you did this, you did this. God loves judgment Mm -hmm. to settle things. So if you see somebody is doing something wrong, you should be the one settling Settling it. it. Not the one that is passing out sentences. Mm-hmm. No. Mm. You are not the judge. Mm-hmm. You should love judgment like God loves judgment. Wow. Mm. Now, because God loves judgment, the, the right hand of God of judgment works like this. Whenever you see in the Bible God is saying, or the Bible is saying, and the hand of God was heavy, mm. it is never anything positive. It's never anything positive. 
It's never anything positive. You can look in the scriptures, never. The hand of God was upon me. The hand of God was mighty upon me. Mm -hmm. It's different, different than the hand of God was heavy. Mm -hmm. Heavy always means God is judging something. Yeah. For the believer, the heavy hand of God brings them to correction. For the wicked, <laughs> it is extra punishment. <laughs> mm. Let's look at the verse. Let's look at some verses. Let me, let me go into the verses. Uh, the revelation of the beginning is deep. I'm sorry I said it, prophet. <laughs> I, I actually did not want to say it. Honestly, I didn't. I just said it because mm. it was, you know, the problem is I love to give. Yeah. Now, go to Psalms 32. Which is something we love about you. Aish. It's the grace of God. Sometimes I want to keep quiet, but I can't. You don't keep anything. You don't make your, your, yourself hidden. It's, it's the blessing of God. It's really the, it's the love of Jesus because we don't like to keep it. Amen. It's just sometimes you get so carried away, mm -hmm. you just want to spill. But what I always feel sometimes is some people are not ready for these things. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it puts fear in me like, ah, it may be too much for somebody. Mm -hmm. Psalms 32, from verse 3 to 5. Amen. Amen. When I kept silence, my bones... Actually, start from verse 1. A psalm of David. Mashil. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Blessed is he who transgressed is forgiven, whose mm -hmm. sin is covered. Mm -hmm. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputed not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. Mm -hmm. when so I your spirit can have guile. Mm -hmm. Corruption. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Only the regenerated man doesn't have that. Keep reading. When I kept silence, yes. my bones waxed old uh -huh. through my roaring all the day long. Mm -hmm. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. Selah. Mm -hmm. Verse 5. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and my iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Mm -hmm. Selah. Mm -hmm. Next. For this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Mm -hmm. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Mm -hmm. Now let me tell you a mystery, if you understand this verse. A lot of the people that are feeling heaviness and you are a believer, it's not depression. It's not a demon. It's God correcting you. Mm. Wow. The devil's mission is to keep you from acknowledging your wrong. God's heavy hand rests on you mm -hmm. to drain strength from you mm -hmm. so that you know that you're on the wrong with God. He's mm -hmm. not killing you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't acknowledge your sin before God, then God will keep his heavy hand on you. Yeah. Mm. That is why he's saying the hand of God was heavy upon me. 
and my bones started like drying up. Mm-hmm. Everything was drying up. This is why sometimes you notice when you sin or you make a mistake, you fall into something and you don't correct it, you find yourself unable to pray. Yeah. But then you start feeling like you can't even say, oh, Father God, in the name of... You, you, you are incapable of, see, of praying. Even joy. Even joy Amazing. is gone. Wow. It's because God will leave you to see if you're going to correct yourself. Mm. If you don't, God puts his heavy hand. You wow. start feeling weak. You start feeling like your strength is drained. You start feeling like nothing is working. Not because the devil is after you. It's mm. because God wants you to recognize what is going to destroy you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Aish. My God. The plan of the enemy is never for you to open your mouth and confess unto God. The confession is not because God doesn't know. Mm -hmm. Confession liberates you because you acknowledge that that's the wrong place. Mm. That's the Greek word, homologia, acknowledge. God wants you to acknowledge it, to know it, Mm -hmm. so that you say, ah, that one no more. Mm -hmm. And God is like, good job. Now let's keep going. Because you can never go to your next level if you're still walking mm-hmm. like the person from the past. Yeah. Mm. This is why we have so many dry bones in church. Mm. Wow. You go to some churches, they can't even worship God. Mm. Mm. And those who are worshiping God, they're in entertainment. We'll talk about those ones. We are not mm. talking about the real worshipers. Yeah. Mm. Even to say, oh Lord, I thank you, Lord. To sit down and to think about your day. You know, one of the greatest demonic attacks is always to the mind. Your inability to see. Mm -hmm. To acknowledge. To see. Because seeing and acknowledging go together. Mm. Because if you see without acknowledging, you still don't know. Yeah. Well. I'm going to show you something. Let me, by the grace of God, find it. Prophet, Mm -hmm. I want to share something. <laughs> the Lord Jesus was too much. <laughs> ah, Lord Jesus, your love is too much. Eish. Amen. This was, uh, hold on. The Lord Jesus said this in. Uh, I want to find the scripture so that you see it. I don't want to say it just to say it. I don't want to paraphrase this one. Uh, I I I want to show you something. Sin kills you because it it puts you in a position, because God is a God who loves judgment. Mm -hmm. He cannot walk unless you agree with him. Mm -hmm. That's why you have to acknowledge that he doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. Repentance means I know it and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. It's not really about saying, I am sorry. That's Mm -hmm. why he said, I acknowledge my sin and I Mm -hmm. repented. Mm -hmm. I changed from it. Mm. He did not just say, I I said sorry, but I did not acknowledge it. Oh, forgive me. Oh, forgive me. God does not want that. Mm -hmm. That's that's not what, you know, that's not what Jesus is looking for. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's not what the Lord is looking for. I want want to give them this. I want to find this... uh, Ah, hold on. Uh, I don't want to even mention the scripture. Sorry, prophet. This just came in my spirit. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. Ah, uh-huh. Matthew. Uh, 
Matthew 13, from verse 12 to 15. Amen. Matthew 13, from verse 12 to 15. Listen to this. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, mm-hmm. and he shall have more abundance. Mm-hmm. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Mm-hmm. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. Mm. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, mm-hmm. which said, By hearing ye shall hear, and not understand, mm-hmm. and seeing ye shall see, and not perceive. Yes. For this people's heart is waxed gross, mm-hmm. and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they mm-hmm. have closed. Yes. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, mm-hmm. and hear with their ears, mm-hmm. and should understand with their heart, uh-huh. and should be converted, and I should heal them. What, does, what was Jesus saying? The disciples of Jesus came and asked Jesus a question. They said, Lord, why are you teaching them in, in parables and ask you explaining to us the parables? Parables were not an easy way to preach. Mm-hmm. Jesus spoke in parables because he did not want them to get saved. Because if they repented, they would not crucify him. Mm-hmm. And if they don't crucify him, we can't receive salvation. Mm. So parables were meant to confuse them. Mm. Not to understand what he's saying. Yeah. We think we know what he's saying, but we don't know what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he said that, he said, I don't want them to see and understand. Mm-hmm. I want them to see and not understand. I want them to hear and to be confused. Because their hearts are already works gross. They have too much sin in mm-hmm. their heart. Mm-hmm. Because if they should see and understand and hear mm-hmm. and acknowledge they will repent and I will be forced to save them. So Jesus did not want to save them yet. Mm-hmm. He needed the cross to happen because if the cross does not happen, there is no salvation. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. If you imagine when Jesus, this is why people don't understand when Jesus was saying, uh, repent for the kingdom of God was at hand. The word, Bas- the word kingdom is Basilia. Basilia mm-hmm. means royal anointing. Mm. It doesn't mean heaven. Mm-hmm. You're saying repent for the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God is at hand. You were saying the Basilia is at hand. The acceptable year of God has come. Mm -hmm. But the way he was preaching the acceptable year of God, he did not preach it in a way they could understand. Mm. It is the disciples that preached it in a way they could understand. Because Jesus came to be a sacrifice so that his disciples can preach salvation. Mm. He came to preach that the kingdom of God has come. Mm. He did not come to preach, come and enter the kingdom of God. He was simply announcing that it is here and available. Mm. But you are going to get it through my apostles after I am sacrificed. If I preach it now for you to change, then I cannot save the whole world. Wow. The problem is this now. The problem is this. If God loves you, He will put his heavy hand of correction on you. Mm -hmm. He will chastise you. But the moment you cannot be corrected by God, God has abandoned you. He's left you for dead. Mm. Because the wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. If he loves you, he will correct you. If he doesn't love you, he will not correct you. That is why the Bible says God chastises those who he loves. Meaning there are people he does not chastise. Mm. 
But if that person will hear and understand and repent, they will be saved. Mm -hmm. Even though their heart is waxed gross. What does it mean to be waxed? It means that there is a layer on top of them that it requires fire mm -hmm. to melt it for mm -hmm. their heart to be exposed. Mm -hmm. Meaning it will take a lot of layers mm -hmm. for the word of God to really enter their heart. The greatest evidence of the love of God is not mercy, is correction. Mm -hmm. Correction is the evidence yeah. of mercy. Yeah. I correct my son because I love him and I have mercy on him. I don't want him to make the mistakes I've made. Correction is the real evidence of love. I always remember something my mother told me. My mother told me this. She told me, my son, as you're traveling in the world now, and I was touring and doing all these things back in the day, she said this. I want you never be around people that cannot correct you. Not people who tell you the truth. Because I can tell you the truth, but it's not constructive. Mm -hmm. Correction is better than truth. Mm -hmm. This is why even though Jesus said, I am the truth, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's the one that was correcting you to get on the, on the way of truth. Mm -hmm. He did not just say you need the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way, how can you, I don't know what truth is. Mm -hmm. Aish, I don't know if I'm saying something properly. Yeah. Yes, Bob. So the evidence of Jehovah God's love for you is his ability to still correct you. Mm. Let me be honest with you. My spiritual sons that I love, I love all of them. But when I say I love, mm -hmm. it's because I can correct them. Yeah. The others I know they don't listen. I will never say anything to correct them. I will love them. I will care for them as the Lord permits me. But if I cannot rebuke you, you are not my son. Yeah. You are a member. Mm. Wow. If I cannot correct you, you are a member. You are not my son. My son Victor knows. I have chastised him many times. <laughs> Too many times. But it's always not because... And I never chastise him to put him down. Mm -hmm. I never chastise anybody to put them down. Say, don't you see who you are and where you are trying to go? Mm -hmm. How can you be trying to go here and you're supposed to be going here because mm -hmm. you are here? Mm -hmm. Bop, bop, bop. And those who truly know, they switch and everything changes. I've chastised him before. Big time. Seriously. When I love people, I measure, can I correct you? Mm -hmm. mm. Because if I have no ability to correct you, you are just a member, yeah. a, a fellow brethren in Christ. We are walking in the same direction, but you are not sent to me. If I can't tell you that thing is wrong, if I can't tell you, ah, nah, change, I'm not happy with this. Mm -hmm. And you say, oh, you can't tell, mm, that will be the last time you ever hear from me. I'll still say, hey, but I would never advise you again. Some people keep relationships based on who doesn't correct them. <laughs> Keeping it real mm -hmm. is not life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Keeping it real might, 
You know the most foolish thing I always hear people say? I just say what I feel. Mm -hmm. That's the most foolish thing you can ever say. Yeah. Who cares about how you feel? Mm -hmm. The Bible says whatsoever you say must be constructive. How you feel doesn't mean it's constructive. Mm -hmm. So a child of God must always have the, a scale in their mouth. What I'm saying, shall it build or shall it destroy? Or am I trying to satisfy my anger because of what was done? Exactly. Mm. What is my purpose of really speaking? When I am angry, I am quiet. The Bible says, in your anger, sin not. It's a normal emotion. You have to sit down and analyze. What I'm about to say with so much power and so much zeal, mm -hmm. is it going to damage somebody or is it going to build somebody? If it's going to damage, I will never say it. Because truth at the wrong time is not truth. Because truth always comes to save. Mm, That's why wow. there's such a thing as being sincerely wow. wrong. Wow. <laughs> Say it again, prophet. Can I have more tea, please? <laughs> Say that's why there's such a thing as being sincerely wrong. Mm -hmm. You can be sincere, but doing it the wrong way. A hundred percent. Moses was being sincere, mm -hmm. and he did not enter the promised land because mm -hmm. he did it the wrong way. Yeah. What he wanted to do was correct, but he did it completely wrong, mm -hmm. and it cost him the promised land. What he worked for so many years. Yeah. The sign that God cares for you is that he can correct you. Yeah. Not only does he send somebody to correct you, but the heavy hand of God on you. Some of you, you are here right now, you're watching. Some of you, you are here, you're watching. If it's a good thing, amen. Mm -hmm. Go back to Jesus, mm -hmm. one heart. <laughs> one heart will be clicked. <laughs> Some people even angry. angry face. How can you say that I'm with God? Are you judging? No, no, no. Just the fact you responded like that, yeah. you are judging yourself. Which is a good thing. The Bible says mm -hmm. judge yourself before mm -hmm. you are judged, then you will not be judged. Yeah. <laughs> or don't judge at all. Your ability to acknowledge is what is saying that, mm, okay, I was going the wrong mm -hmm. way. What do you have to add, Prophet? Go ahead. I think one of the things that I learned a long time ago mm -hmm. is to be able to kill my sensitive side yes. that gets me easily offended about what people say, whether they are right or wrong. Yes, yes, that's just very taking it exactly the way it is. That is maturity. Even if they are wrong, sometimes even when they are wrong, there's still something you can learn from it. Yes, that's true. So one of the things that you have to really push yourself to do is to kill the sensitivity that makes you always offended about anything somebody says to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're because right. This is the reason why many people cannot receive correction in their lives. Yes. Because they are too sensitive. They are too defensive. Overthinking that somebody wants their demise when somebody is simply just telling them, hey, you shouldn't do this. That's true. That's very true. You're saying the truth. You're saying the absolute truth. The evidence of God's life in somebody's life is not just the cross is God's heavy hand on mm -hmm. you Amen. that brings correction. Because God will not judge you. God will not, uh, will not, uh, uh, will not punish you. Yeah. God will not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, judge you or bring judgment mm -hmm. over you. Because that is, that, is, that, is, that is reserved for the wicked. Mm -hmm. 
Punishment is, is preserved for the corrupt. Mm -hmm. Correction is for the righteous that are in Christ. So the question you have to ask yourself is this. I'm, I'm talking about this first, and then I will talk about the other one. Mm -hmm. Because whenever the heavy hand of God is upon somebody, it's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. The heavy hand to the believer is always correction. Mm -hmm. The first thing that will start happening, you will become weak. Mm -hmm. You have no energy. Until David sat down and he acknowledged, he says, hey, ah, I have sinned. Mm -hmm. Remember the blind man, blind Bartimaeus, mm -hmm. when Jesus healed him, his disciples came and asked him, who sinned? Was it him or his fathers before him? Jesus said, neither. Why did Jesus say neither? Because Jesus does not point blame. Mm. But somebody did do that for him to be like right, that. Right. But Jesus said, this was done so that the glory of God can be seen through him. Yes. Why did he say glory? Remember, glory is always the image of God. Mm. Meaning God designed it still to work for their good because Badameas cried to him. Mm. But what if Badameas never cried to him? It was already evil. Yeah. Let me push it a little more. Let me push it a little more. Jesus is preaching. They open the roof. They pull, bring somebody down. Jesus looks at him and looks at the people. Mm -hmm. He said, which one is easier? To say your sins are forgiven or rise up and walk? So that you know both are easy. Yeah. He says, your sins are forgiven. Rise up and walk. Now, why did Jesus say... So, which is easier? Your sins are forgiven and rise up and walk. It's because everybody knew this person was a sinner. Wow. Wow. Because why wow. would they say, oh, who does he think he is yeah. to forgive him? It yeah. means they knew they this knew. guy. They knew. You know, when you read the Bible, you have to think. Mm -hmm. Because the prostitute comes to Jesus crying in the priest's house. Jesus knows she's a prostitute. The priest knows that she's a prostitute. Mm -hmm. He said, why would he allow this kind of woman to touch him? It's because he knew this kind of woman was a prostitute. Mm. He knew her. Wow. But for this guy, everybody knew that he had sinned and it was the sickness that was the cause. The, the sickness was a result of his sin. So the sickness was not unto death. Mm -hmm. It was unto what? Repentance. Yes. But because he went so far away from God, people had to bring him. And by the grace of God, he heard and he got saved. Mm -hmm. So my question to everybody that is watching right now. The greatest evidence that your spirit is under attack is the fact that you cannot pray. Whenever you cannot close your eyes and pray, your spirit is already under attack. Yeah. Your soul is under attack. People wait to see uh, things go completely bad around mm -hmm. them. No. no. When you cannot pray, something is, is happening to you. Spiritual Spiritually, you already, you already, your soul is captured. Mm -hmm. That is why even now you are weak, you, you feel mm -hmm. like, what is going on to me? But then you realize that, hey, I haven't been praying. Mm -hmm. Have you ever noticed that, uh, can I tell you something? How never to have one of those days. Mama Mary Kay Buck says the one who taught me this. 
Mary Kay Bax is the one who taught me this. How never to have one of those days. Mm-hmm. If you wake up and you feel like, ah, why am I feeling? Mm-hmm. Because there's a demonic one and there's mm-hmm. the one that God is trying to wake you up. Mm-hmm. The one that the devil is trying to put on you. Pray in tongues for five minutes. You mm-hmm. have energy as if you drank ten Red Bulls. Yes. You'll be surprised that everything lifts up. Mm-hmm. It's because something was trying to pull onto your soul. Mm-hmm. But for a believer who used to pray, they used to do this, they stopped praying, mm-hmm. and then now they, the heaviness comes, but mm-hmm. then they start feeling dryness. Mm-hmm. God is trying to wake you up to tell you, hey, you forgot praying. Yeah. Go back to praying. Before we go to the other one, please add on this one. Then we'll go to the other ones, and then we'll finish it. One of the things that specifically for many people who are watching that you may be struggling with you know certain things in your life what what god showed me one time was this Mm -hmm. is that many people don't know Mm -hmm. that when they entertain mood swings yes it's a gateway for demonic access a hundred percent you're right a hundred percent so you've got to be able to keep a certain one thing I've known about him, no matter what he's going through, you will always find him joyful. It's true. I try to the maximum capacity. If the devil knows that you are a, a person that likes to switch, Mm-mm-mm. you're always switching. One day you're like this. One tomorrow day you're like, you're this, like tomorrow that. Tomorrow you're the other way. He knows that you are an easy target. He knows he can bring anything to change your mind. Mm-hmm. He knows he can send deception your way. Mm-hmm. He knows all those things are signals you send to the devil. Wow. Mm. That you are ready to that be invaded. That you are ready to be invaded. Wow. So you have to live a kind of life where you can maintain a certain meekness. Yes. Where nobody can determine, well, is he mad? Is it, you are just the same way continuously. Because mm-hmm. meekness is consistency. Yes. Wow. I continue, continue. I'm listening to you. Oh, that was my, <laughs> that was my addition. No, no, but no. You're absolutely, no, you're every, absolutely right. Everything you're saying is just clicking everywhere in my mind and in my spirit, because God's people need to understand how to begin to progress into a life of the spiritual. Yes. Where you're not having things always affecting you, your mm. moods, your the way you think. You know, somebody can just sit here and just start thinking, maybe this person doesn't like me. Why do you think that thing came No, to you? why do you even care? Why, why do you even it's care? It's their own opinion. <laughs> why do you even care? It's because the devil is trying to test you. Does this person switch? He's tempting you. Yeah. Mm. So the key here is this. Listen, can I, can I be mm. honest with you? Yes. Let me expose one weakness that Christians have. That even I used to have. The Holy Spirit is not there to work for you. Mm. The Holy Spirit is there to lead the way. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if you don't work on your character, <laughs> mm. the mm. Holy Spirit is not responsible for your character. Yeah. He will give you lessons to fix your character. Yes, yes. But your character allows you to walk with God. Mm-hmm. That's why character maintains a relationship with God, mm. not prayer. Mm. There are people who pray but have a bad character. They cannot walk with God. Wow. Because they clash with God. Wow. Their character does not 
serve the purpose that God has. Yeah. Mm. So they clash with him. Mm. So, people who are always changing moods, mm -hmm. oh, Holy Spirit, help me. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Holy <laughs> Spirit is not going to change. Mm. Because that's not a spiritual problem. That's a soul problem. Yeah. Change. My God. Wow. Stop that. There are certain things that Jesus said, go and do it no more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because you can stop it. <laughs> it's not a matter of intercession. It's not a matter of all those things. No. It's a, ma it's a mindset. Change it. Mm. Let me give you a verse and then, and then let me give you the other judgment. And then we'll, 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 be, we'll be finishing. Ah, this was good. This was yeah, good. You, you like it? Yeah. Ah, it's too much. This was me. I, I, you know, I wanted to talk about the other side, but God pushed me to continue on yeah. the other side. Yeah. I want you to check this out. Mm. Let me see, show you this. Lakorabasha. Uh, Uh, let me find this. Uh -huh. uh, I want you to see this. First Samuel, First Samuel, chapter five, verse six to nine. First Samuel, five six to nine. First Samuel, five six to nine. Amen. Uh -huh, read it. But the hand of the Lord was heavy upon them of Ashdod, and he destroyed them. Ah, uh -uh, start them. again. You gotta read slowly. Mm -hmm. Go again. But the hand of the Lord was heavy. Upon uh -huh. them of Ashdod, uh -huh. and he destroyed them, uh -huh. and smote them with emeralds, even Ashdod and the coasts thereof. And when the men of Ashdod saw that it was so, they said, The ark of the God of Israel shall not abide with us, for his hand is sore upon us, and upon Dagon our God. They sent therefore, and gathered all the lords of the Philistines unto them, and said, what shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? And they answered, Let the ark of the God of Israel be carried about unto Gath. Mm -hmm. And they carried the ark of the God of Israel about thither. And it was so, that after they had carried it about, the hand of the Lord was against the city mm -hmm. with a very great destruction. Mm -hmm. And he smote the men of the city, both small and great, and they had emeralds in their secret parts. Now look at this. <laughs> the heavy hand of God was there. Things were bad. <laughs> Things were very bad. Mm. Look at this. Go to Zephaniah chapter 1 verse 4. I will also stretch out my hand upon Judah mm -hmm. and upon all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I will cut off the remnant of Baal from this place. 
and the name of the Chimarims with the priests mm -hmm. and them that worship the host of heaven upon the housetops mm -hmm. and them that worship and that swear by the Lord and that swear by Malcolm and them that are turned back from the Lord and those that have not sought the Lord nor inquired for him. Did you hear that? <laughs> you don't want God to put his heavy hand on you. It's a, it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Now look at this. Uh, let me give you, can I give one more? Yes, bro. Psalm 75, 8. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. I bear up the pillars of it. Selah. I said, Psalm 75, 8? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I said unto the fools, deal not foolishly, and to the wicked, lift not up the horn. Lift not up your horn on high, speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Notice, that same right hand that can bless you, he will put down another and raise up another. Now I'll tell you why I'm reading you these verses. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 16. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thou art filled with shame for glory. Drink thou also, and let not thy foreskin be uncovered. The cup of the Lord's right hand shall be turned unto thee, and shameful spewing shall be on thy glory. For the violence of Lebanon shall cover thee, and the spoil of beasts, which made them afraid, because of men's blood. And for the violence of the land, of the city, and of all that dwell therein. Why did, did that all happen? God stretched his hand and he put a heavy hand on them. Mm. Acts chapter 13 verse 11. And then we'll read one more. <laughs> no, this is New Testament. Huh? I say this is New Testament. Uh, it's too much. Amen. Uh -huh. And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thee, and thou shalt be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and a darkness, and he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. <laughs> then the deputy, when okay, he saw it's okay. what was done. <laughs> so we can call the hand of God upon enemies and they will become blind. Wow. Ah, you guys don't mm. know this God. This God is dangerous. Psalms 39 verse 10. Look at this one. Psalms 39 verse 10. Amen. Remove thy stroke away from me. Mm. I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. When thou, when thou with rebukes dost correct man for iniquity, mm -hmm. thou makest his beauty to consume away like a moth. Surely every man is vanity, Selah. Notice that if you don't allow God to correct you, you start disintegrating. That's why you get weak. That's why I'm saying the beauty of man. Mm -hmm. But notice the difference between that and when God raises his hand yeah. against other people. Destruction. God is cutting down descendants. Mm. Let's finish with this. 
whenever God, there are two things that God can do. The hand of God can cause your enemies to be a stepping stone. But also, the hand of God can bring people down. And the hand of God can destroy some people. Why is God doing it in that way? I'll give you two reasons. Some he will completely destroy for your sake. Anyone who tells you that God is not going to destroy... Anybody, if God has given you a calling of something mm-hmm. you're supposed to do and somebody That's stands in that way, God will cut you off. Kill Period. Them. He'll kill them. Mm. God did not mind killing the firstborns of Egyptians. Mm-hmm. For the sake of Israel, he did. The reason I said wow. when you gave the New Testament, because yes. some people would say he only did this in, no. the, in the Old Testament. No. Even today. Wow. He would destroy people. For when Ananias and Sapphira tried to mm-hmm. mock Peter, mm-hmm. they were trying to play with the right hand mm-hmm. of God, and God struck them. Our God has never changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul even said, he says, I wish that all those who trouble you are cut off. Yes. Meaning dead. Mm-hmm. He was not joking. No, 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 no. There's no <laughs> games. There's no games at all. But some God will destroy. Some he will crush so that they can testify. Don't ever touch that one. Mm -hmm. Mm. He didn't catch it. God is about to make an example to those who've been messing with you. That others that will come later, they will see you and say, hey, that guy, leave him alone. Mm. You know why the Egyptians, do you know how the Egyptians spread the gospel of the children of Israel? Mm -hmm. Everybody looked at the children of Israel and said, hey, leave those guys alone. Remember what their God did to the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. You guys don't want a piece of that. May that be your testimony. Amen. Amen. That when people see you, when people see you, they are shaken by knowing the God that you walk with, that he doesn't mind taking somebody out for your sake. Amen. Amen. I will do a message on the 99 Mm -hmm. sheep that Jesus leaves to go for the one. Mm -hmm. Amen. (laughs) I'll make a teaching on that. I think I might do that tomorrow. Uh, The 99 sheep Mm. that he left to go for one. Mm. As if he didn't care. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's a deep message. I will explain it. But this is the key. You are so precious to God that the life of one equals 99. You didn't catch wow. it. Mm. You didn't get it. Wow. You didn't capture it. Mm. <laughs> you didn't capture it. <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> now, do you understand it now? It's dangerous. We'll talk about it another day. Wow. But look at this. I'm, I'm laughing because of... <laughs> <we're talking about. laughs> you are so precious to God. Because God has a special mission mm. for you. Amen. Amen. There's a special mission that God has for you on this earth. Amen. But as you understand how God works and how to walk with God, what happens is your walk with God becomes easier and it becomes more powerful. Mm. And because it becomes more powerful, you can do more exploits. The Bible says, those who know their God, 
they shall do what? Great exploits. Mm. The reason why you're not seeing the great hand of God is because you don't know him. Mm. Wow. The more you know him, the more powerful you become. Because the power of a believer is in their knowledge of Christ. Mm. It's in how much you know him. It's in how much you walk with him. It's in how much close you are to him. That's what really sets you apart. Yeah. That's what shows who you really are as a child of God. Elijah could call heaven not because he was guessing. He knew that God can provide fire. Mm. He called for fire from heaven because he knew fire can come from heaven. Mm -hmm. You don't call for fire because you don't believe you can have fire. You pray for breakthroughs because you know God can give you breakthrough, but you don't believe God can give you provision. Wow. You don't believe that God can give you a blessing. A breakthrough is because you are stuck, you're waiting for something to open up. Mm. But when it opens up, everything that happens is up to you, it's not up to him. You just need to break through. The children of Israel did not break through. Because God is the one who led them out of Egypt. It was not a breakthrough. It was deliverance. Mm. Breakthrough is I need something to open so I can get to the other side mm -hmm. because I can, but this is what is blocking me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Provision is I have everything that I need, not what I want. Blessing gives you what you need and what you want. Blessing includes the desires of your heart. That you have so much that you have even things that you never use that it starts to overflow to other people. Amen. I'll teach about I'll teach about the difference between blessing, provision, and breakthrough. Amen. Because they are completely different. Mm -hmm. Similar, but different. Blessing includes breakthrough, includes <laughs> includes all these other ones you mentioned mm -hmm. inside of that yeah. and more. Mm -hmm. So now capture this, capture this. Tonight, tonight, I believe the Lord Jesus is going to visit those who have taken from you, those who have fought you, those who have come against you. Whether it is sickness, no matter what it is, the Lord Jesus is going to come after every single person that has challenged what God put in you. Amen. The Lord Jesus is going to challenge every single forces that have been against you. Amen. Amen. But before God can do that, you have to make sure that you are right with him. Mm. Because him being just, he cannot deal with them before he deals with you mm. first. Judgment mm. begins. God has to begin with you first. When the house is clean, then you can walk with him. Yeah. Then God will be ready because God will not avenge you in the presence of people and then you make him look bad tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He's not going to do that. Mm -hmm. God likes to protect his reputation. Yeah. And the Lord God will protect his reputation. The Lord God will protect his reputation. He will. So now, what I want you to do tonight, whether it's day, wherever you are, uh, wherever you may be watching in the world, 
whether in, you're in the East Coast, West Coast, um, Central, whether you're in Africa, North Africa, South Africa, whether you're in Asia, whether you are in some island somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Go before God. But before you go before God, acknowledge where you stand with God. Because you can never move forward with any relationship unless you know where you stand. Yeah. And don't judge this according to your own understanding. According to the standards of God, where am I? Where am I? According to the standards of Jesus, where am I? Where do I stand? Where do I rank? Because if you don't know, if you don't know, if you don't know, it becomes very dangerous. You may be on a slippery slope mm -hmm. and you don't even know. There are people that God tried to warn and they didn't listen. He gives them a rap about mind. Yeah. Meaning they will continue to do wrong. He has abandoned them now. He will make them see their mistake is no longer wrong. Let me tell you why a lot of people don't hear God. Somebody needs to hear this. And this is going to bless somebody. Let me tell you why people don't hear God. When you kill the voice of your conscience, you kill your primary access to the voice of God. Mm. When you kill the voice of your conscience, you kill your primary source to the voice of God. I'll say it one more time. If you kill the voice of your conscience, you kill your primary source or channel of the voice of God. The Bible says it is he that makes you to will. I feel like I should go and pray. I'll pray later. You just disobeyed God. That voice gets low. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, you should you should read your Bible. Ah, after my show, I'll read it. You just reduce mm -hmm. the voice, because what you give importance to becomes loud. Mm -hmm. What you don't. When people say, I, "I want the voice of God to be audible," mm -hmm. it means they disobey it. Mm -hmm. God never speaks loud. God is not loud. Spirits don't shout. God doesn't speak loudly. The voice of God will appear to be loud to you because you are able to focus on it. Mm. So many people don't know what they should do. Even people in the world know their gut feeling. They pay attention to their mm -hmm. gut feeling because it, they found themselves in the right situations yeah. every time they follow. Mm -hmm. That's the voice of God that has been given to everybody. everybody. 
The easiest way to hear God mm-hmm. is that one, your conscience. Mm-hmm. It's the basic primary. Mm-hmm. This is how Pharaoh, when he had a dream, and he asked them to interpret it. Every time they would tell him, he would check in his gut feeling mm-hmm. and say, no, that's not it. It just, it's not, no, it's not it, you're lying. And it would be true that they are lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when Daniel came and gave, he said, no, no, this man is saying the truth. Yeah. When Joseph came and said, they said, he said, this guy has said the truth. Mm-hmm. Because that thing lifted. Mm -hmm. But if you are always disobeying the voice of God, it gets less, gets less, gets less. This is why nobody can say to God, I didn't know. No, you can't. You can't. It's impossible. I just gave you the secret Mm -hmm. to increasing the volume of the voice of God. Amen. You just be randomly sitting. You feel, I should go and pray. Ah, no, maybe late. Mm-hmm. Mm, slap yourself and say, nah, we're going to pray now. Lord, I'm here. Give me a burden to pray for. What do you want me to do? That's why people who say they're intercessors, but they never have burdens. <laughs> prayer warriors, for what? Yeah, prayer warriors, the burdens, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. But if you're not aware, because what happens is this, God rewards faithfulness from small things. You see, God doesn't tell you just go in the middle of the street and wait. Yeah. Doesn't work like that. God builds your character first you. I feel like I should be fasting fast. Until that burden lifts. I feel like I should You just it just comes over you. Feel like I should pray for brother so and so. You go in the closet and you pray for them and you pray until you feel that burden lifts. When you start doing that and following those things, God will say, Now this mm-hmm. one I can come and talk to. Yeah. Because if God is giving you those little glimpses, those little things, those little things is because He's trying to see. God doesn't just start, oh, mm-hmm. just call so and so. Mm-hmm. Nah. It doesn't start like that. You end up going, having a demon will enter you and speak to you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about feel. Hey, I feel like, yeah, it's time to pray. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, I'm here. Speak to me, oh, Lord. What do you want me to pray about? You observe you. Then you know, oh, la parata la kisha. You start praying in the mm-hmm. spirit until it's a life given to mm-hmm. the voice. You know, you don't hear God. Because God spoke, it's because you have dedicated yourself to the pursuit of his voice. Yes. God can speak to you. I want you to go and give this. Ish, but this mm-hmm. is my favorite thing. Nah, mm-hmm. you give less. Mm-hmm. God already knows. Mm, yeah. Not ready. Mm-hmm. Not ready. Mm-hmm. Not ready at all. Not ready at all. I was talking to my father today. He called me for my birthday. And, um, and as we were speaking, he told me something. I'm going to show you, but I won't say it to them. I'm going to show you what he, ta- he We were in the car coming from our uh, activities in the day. Look at what he told me. He said when he did that last month, Melchizedek appeared to him. He wow. gave a huge seat to his father and Melchizedek appeared to him. Wow. 
So the key is this, you ought to ask yourself, Because obedient is better than sacrifice. The greatest sacrifice you have is to be obedient to his voice. You need all of you right now. I'm, 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 I, I, I'm not even going to pray for you. Mm. This is something you should go and do yourself. The prophet won't even pray for you. This is something you need to do yourself. Go sit down with a pen and paper. Say, mm, what areas am I missing it? Because if I'm missing it in this area, if I'm missing it in this area, I'm missing, okay, okay, I need to fix these areas. Father, in the name of Jesus, you correct it. But if you don't do that, if you don't do that, if you don't do that, you'll be missing God and not understand why you're missing God. That is why some of you, you have such a hunger to hear God, is because God wants to push you to start pursuing it. So there's a difference with desiring to hear God and pursuing. Oh, 100%. God. Desire doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I desire to be rich. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I desire to pray. But pursue. I desire to have six pack. Mm -hmm. I desire to have muscle. Mm -hmm. Desire is good, but will it bring those things? No. no. But every pursuit begins with desire. Mm -hmm. Is that little gate open? Uh, if it is, then snow probably escaped. <laughs> so, me and the prophet love you. We are praying for you. But this is what I want you to do. Write down the things that you feel are struggles for you. Things that make you feel ashamed before God. Go before God and tell God, Lord, I recognize these are my areas of faults and of fall. Lord, give me strength to overcome these things. I don't want to be in this place. Yeah. I want this coming year, I have more than 30 days to practice to walk with you in the right way. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, and Enoch walked with God and he was no more. When he reached a certain age, he decided, I don't want no more monkey business. And God took him. Because he was dedicated to that pursuit. But for all the years that he was alive, he was a regular person. Until he got into pursuit of God, he changed. Mm -hmm. Snows outside. So, Father, I pray for everybody. I pray for everybody in the name of Jesus. May blessing, deliverance come upon them. Give them the strength to overcome those things that have been difficult for them. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you Amen. that this is done. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Prophet, right before we close, Yes, yes. I just want to speak to everybody that is watching yes. right now. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I've learned mm -hmm. in my walk with God yes. is to learn to appreciate someone who has been a blessing to you mm -hmm. and has impacted 
your mm. life. Mm, mm, mm. And I just want to tell you that as a brother, I've never had a big brother and I don't, but I continuously thank God for your life because of how much of a blessing you've been to me, my family, the ministry that God has given me, your support, your love, everything that you've done has really touched my life. And I know everybody that is watching feels the same way. Mm. And I just want to use this forum. I know <laughs> it's not something that you do. But You're making me blush. <laughs> I want to use this forum to implore everybody that's watching. I want you to take something, a special seed. Now, this is not to... Um, ask God for anything. This is to bless and honor the gift of God on this man's life. I want you to do something that even you will shock heaven and bless and appreciate God for the blessing that God has brought in the testament of Prophet Lovey. Myself, I'm about to do my best. I want you to do your best. I want you to join me and let's appreciate God for this man. So, we have our giving channels. Um, you know the giving channels on how to give. Go and do something right now. Like I said, this is not about expecting anything from God. This is just to show, Prophet, your father, that I love you and I appreciate you. And I thank you for everything that you've been doing. Just look at on his birthday. He wants to still come and be a blessing. That's Amen. somebody that carries the heart for you. Amen. So join me. Let's do this right now before we go. We cannot, we cannot receive can, can, from him. Can we play a song while, while they're doing that? Yeah. Can, can we play a song while they're doing that? I really appreciate it. For the investment you have made in us to have you as our spiritual father. We are truly blessed. Happy birthday, Papa. We truly love you. Happy birthday, Papa Lovey Alliance from Moss Point, Mississippi. Happy birthday, Papa Lovey Elias from Woodland Hills, California. Happy birthday, Papa Lovey Elias here from New York. Papa, we thank you for your obedience from the Lord to us and being the greatest and drippiest father that you are to us and being the best man that you are. And we just love you and thank the Lord for your life. We love you, Papa. Happy birthday, Prophet Lovey from Florence, Italy. Buon compleanno. You've been a blessing to our family and you are a blessing to Florence, Italy because we are your spiritual children. Thank you so much for everything you do. Happy birthday, Papa Lovi from Glendale, California. Happy birthday, Prophet Lovi Elias from McKinney, Texas. We love and appreciate you. Thank you so much for all you do for us. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Papa Lovi Elias from Namibia, the great Papa of our time. Happy birthday to the prophetic chariot rider, Papa Lovi Elias Logomba from Badagri, Lagos, Nigeria. I love you deeply. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Papa! We love <laughs> you! Happy, Happy, Happy birthday. birthday! On behalf of all the 
Joneses. All of us. All we of love us. you. We love you. Happy love birthday. You. You're getting you're getting younger. Yeah. Even though you're an old spirit. <laughs> Happy birthday, Papa Lovi Elias from Lumpo, California. Yay! Happy birthday, Papa Lovi from Playa del Rey, California. We're wishing you the most beautiful year and many, many more to come. You are a gift to the world. We adore you. Love the Castro Giovanni family. Love you very, very much. Thank so, you. Hey, so Papa Lovi, we love you. This is Beverly and my daughter, Christine. We, we appreciate your teachings. Love from London, UK. Happy birthday, Papa Lo. Thank you for everything you've done for me. I'm grateful. You've blessed me and my family so much. And I can't wait to see what God has for you in the coming year. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. God bless. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Papa, Papa Lo. We love you very much. Yes, and we pray that this is your absolute best year yet. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. Love you. Happy birthday, Papa Lovi from Lexington, South Carolina. Happy birthday, Papa. You are such a gift. We love you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. And I hope that you know that you are so loved and appreciated. Thank you for saying yes to God and for being available, for coming and speaking into our lives and telling us the truth over and over and over again, and also for calling us up into things that are higher. Thank you for pulling me out of stagnation and being stuck, and for showing me who Jesus really is by the way that you live your life, but also pointing to him in God's word. I love you, Papa. Papa Lovi sending you birthday blessings all the way from Jacksonville, Florida. I just want to say, let this year be the greatest year of your life. May you be blessed. May you be empowered. May every day of your life get better and better and better and better and better. I appreciate you for all that you are and all that you do. I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm standing with you. And I just want to say happy birthday. Happy birthday, Papa Lovi from downtown Los Angeles. We love you and we're so grateful to have you in our lives. God bless. Hey, Prophet Lovi. I just want to wish you a happy birthday, and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for the words that you've spoken to me and to the whole church. God bless you. myself uh was kind of express uh how much you mean to me how much your existence and your presence in my life uh, means to me and what it's done for me what it will do for me and all those around me and the impact that it's gonna have and i wish you many many too many more years to come and i thank you for your life and i love you and i honor you and words can't express papa lo there's so much i could say in this video but in a short amount of time, I can't say it all, but I just want you to know that I love you and I thank you for everything you have done for me so far and will continue doing for me and how you're getting me closer to God. I really appreciate that and I love you forever. Honor. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Papa. Happy birthday, Papa. May this year be the best year yet. We love you. We love you. We honor you. Good morning. 
hailing all the way from Fresno, California. I'd like to say happy birthday, Prophet Elias. May God continually bless you and yours. Take care. Happy birthday, Papa Lobi Elias from Studio City, California. Happy birthday, Prophet Lobi Elias. Greeting, love, and blessing all the way from Israel. Keep and stay blessing for us by your teaching. Happy birthday, Papa Lovi Elias from Alabama. Happy, Happy birthday! We thank God for you, our one and only Papa. I miss you so deeply, but I keep you here. You're always in here and right here. We, <laughs> we love, love you too, too much. much. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday! Blessings, blessings, blessings! Enjoy! <laughs> Enjoy! Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Prophet! Prophet. To say we love you doesn't adequately express how we feel about you. Happy birthday. I love you so much, and I hope your day represents how amazing you are. They rehearsed. Happy birthday, Prophet. I love you. Happy birthday, Papa. I am so thankful. Happy birthday, Papa Love! We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We support you. We got your back. We celebrate you. You are a spirit. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Papa Lo, we love you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. We love you, Papa Lo. Man, I, I don't know what to say. That caught me, but listen, I didn't see that coming. I see a lot, but that touched my heart, you know. Hey, I always have something to say, but I didn't have anything to say. No. Hey, I, I, uh... You're a big blessing, brother. You're a big blessing. You know... I always remember one thing, and uh, I'm not going to be try. I'm not going to try to be long. I always remember when God spoke to me to start this work, when nobody else was there, when it was just me, in the presence of God, and the Lord told me how many people will be blessed because of what He has put in me, and seeing everybody and all the videos and. I don't know what to say. I'm seeing God's work being fulfilled. You know, and to see people from Israel, from other parts of the country, in Africa, and I don't even know what to say. I pray that this gospel will continue to go to the ends of the earth, and I'm so blessed by everybody that sent something and put something in there. I just, I'm overwhelmed. I'm really overwhelmed. I don't have words. I, sh I, I don't have words. This makes me want to go and pray for God to teach me more, to give me more, 
so that I can come in and teach you even more and to build you more. What makes a laborer continue to work is because he sees the fruits of the labor. Yes. And I thank the Lord Jesus because I see his work in your lives and that what he has given me for you is actually impacting you. You know, John the Baptist was given the message that Jesus is the way. But when he was in prison, he could not see the fruits of what he had prophesied. Mm -hmm. So he asked his disciples to go and ask Jesus, are you really the one or should we wait for another? Then Jesus told him, the blind are seeing, the lame are walking, the deaf can hear. Yeah. Then, then, then uh, John never asked again. John asked not because he doubted Jesus, but because he was in prison, he mm. could not see the fruits of his prophetic word. Mm. But I thank God that God has given me the opportunity continually to see what he spoke to me come to pass mm. and how many people are coming to know the living Jesus because of what he put inside Amen. of me. Amen. I'm just grateful. I'm, I don't know what to say. I'm not going to cry here, <laughs> but I'll go and pray and cry before <laughs> God and tell God, thank you. God bless everybody. God bless Shalom. You. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Aish, this is too much. I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. What do you do? Stand up comedy. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yeah. carry him yeah. to the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point yeah. because I remember I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit when you're about four months going to five months yeah. I saw you bleeding that yeah. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Professor, I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying God with us and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.